In this episode, you'll hear how risks, even the scariest of risks, can totally change your business for the better. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday rebel women just like you, who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by building a business online. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and it's time to build your empire. Welcome back, Rebels. Another day, another amazing episode that's going to leave you feeling all the inspirational feels. We've got Haley Luckadoo on the show today. As a speaker and coach, Haley loves to empower women to take steps toward big dreams and a better life. She's a serial entrepreneur and big dreamer who took a hobby wedding planning business born out of a college dorm room and created a multi-business empire that runs on hard work and Dr. Pepper. Through her speaking businesses and passion project, the Females on Fire podcast, Haley spends her days in her pink office creating content and resources that help women turn their what-ifs into tangible realities. I just know you're going to love our episode because today we're diving into risky business. But seriously, business is scary. There are going to be all kinds of twists and turns and lots and lots of unknowns. Haley's going to share her unique story with you and I'm not going to spill the beans and give you too much info now because you're just going to have to listen. Promise it's going to be worth your while. But before we turn it over to the interview, I have one quick favor to ask of you. Would you head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review? Honestly, your support means the world to us and it's going to help other people see how amazing this podcast is and how incredible the digital product world can be for your life and for your business. It's going to take you no time at all and it's going to make a world of a difference for me. When we get to 50 reviews on iTunes, I'm going to be raffling off a $25 gift card to anyone who left us a review. So be sure to head on over right now, leave that review for us and you will automatically be entered to win. All right, you guys, let's turn it on over to the interview with our amazing guest, Haley Luckadoo. Haley, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So um, I'm Haley, obviously. I'm 26. I live in North Carolina. Um, And I always call myself a serial entrepreneur because I do a lot of different things. Um, I started out originally in wedding planning in college. Uh, which is not at all what I set out to do. I was a criminal justice major after having changed my major like nine times. And I started this wedding planning business just on my own, no experience, no business degree, no nothing. And it actually grew fairly quickly and um, really started getting a lot of clients and for a couple years just did really well. And I got to the point where everything was running so smoothly and we had really efficient processes and a lot of my fellow wedding professionals were, you know, wanting help with those same types of things. And so we ended up opening, um, a virtual assistant business. We've transitioned that over the years into more of a digital marketing agency and that took off even faster. And so that's really the space that I'm in now. And we've since, stopped wedding planning because I've started doing a lot of speaking. We've started launching some courses uh, and doing a lot of coaching. And basically I've just 
kind of gotten into that digital marketing space just more and more and more and falling completely in love with it. And we've gone through a few different, you know, types of programs and a few different types of businesses. And all in all, I found that I really just love working with entrepreneurs and specifically female entrepreneurs and just helping them grow their businesses. And that, you know, resonates in a bunch of different ways. Um, I do that through my podcast. I do that through the coaching. Um, and I love getting on stages on other podcasts to speak about, you know, these types of things and how to grow your business and really, um, advance your career, but also do it in a way that's really going to give you the life that you want and the lifestyle that you want and not have you working a traditional nine to five or working, you know, your whole life away because you're burnt out and exhausted. So I definitely found my passion with working with entrepreneurs and, uh, it wouldn't have started without my own wedding planning company. So I miss it a little. It's, it was like my baby, but, uh, it's been an amazing road to get here for sure. It's really cool to hear about your kind of like your evolution in business where you started with one topic and just it's evolved to be something completely different. But I love that you are so willing to just move with it instead of getting stuck in one thing. Yeah. And I feel like I've always been that way growing up. I was definitely, um, I mean, like I grew up in dance and I loved dance and I always stuck with it but I didn't just want to dance. I wanted to do everything. I played basketball and, you know, little league and wanted to just do everything and be everywhere all the time to the point where I probably wore my mom so bad, taking me to all those practices. And I I went into high school with that same kind of thing. I took, you know, the hardest classes and had to take all the extra credit stuff and was in every club and on every team and just worked my butt off to get there. Um, And so I think that just stuck with me. You know, I got into college and I changed my major numerous times. I finally settled on that degree. And while I loved it, it wasn't enough. And so I think that's what led me into doing something polar opposite from what I was studying. And it's just stuck with me into adulthood with, you know, the multiple different businesses and the different ways that, um, that those different passions have kind of shown themselves. Now, the topic that we're going to really focus on today and kind of dig into is really embracing risk in your life as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and why that's so important to help you grow. And people are probably listening, thinking like, why is this a topic? Most of my episodes are super tactical and very much like do this, then do that. But I really believe that this is absolutely critical to success. Do you find that that has been true for you and your story? Absolutely. I think we're so often focused on, like you said, those tactical things, like here's how you grow your Instagram and here's how you get clients and here's how you do your taxes. And we're so focused on those things that we can control the things that we really um, get like step-by-step guides for, the things you can Google. But something like taking a risk, it's not one of those things. You can't really Google how to get the confidence to take a risk in your business. And so I feel like often we kind of put those on the back burner. We overlook those things and we definitely kind of try to avoid those conversations. And I feel like for me, taking a risk is what got me here. And it's what's grown my business to where it is and gotten me all of the clients that I've gotten, gotten me, you know, to this level that I'm at. And I feel like I wouldn't have been here without the risks that I've taken. And they're 
there've been multiple ones. And so I feel like it's just one of those things that people don't like to talk about because it's scary, but it's a necessity. You cannot grow a business and get to the point you want to get to without taking a risk at some point. It's really easy to talk about taking risks and how important they are in your business when you're talking from a point of success and like looking back, right? Yeah. How did you feel kind of when you were in the trenches of taking those risks? Terrified. Absolutely <laughs> terrified. I don't think I don't think there's a person on the planet who's staring down a risk that they need to take and is not scared. I think you can pretend not to be scared, but everybody's scared. Everybody gets worried about how it's going to turn out because that's the definition of it being a risk is you have no idea how it's going to work out, but you've got to go into it saying, okay, I have faith in myself that I can do this. If it doesn't work out, that's going to be okay. I'll, you know, figure out a plan B. I've got a backup plan or I can do something else or we can try it a different way, but I've got to do this or I'm never going to know. And for me, that was the big thing is, you know, I started planning parties for friends and doing all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I couldn't, I, I feel like I could make this a business, but I was 21 years old and no business degree. I had no idea you know, how to go get an LLC or how to file taxes that way. I was barely figuring out how to file like my own taxes, <laughs> right? Just, you know, you're a college student. You, you don't know what you don't know. And, and so I got to the point where I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this, but I really feel like I can. And for me, it was just about saying, okay, I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work out, okay, I didn't have this thing in my life a year ago, so I'll be fine without it, but I want to try it. And taking that risk made all the difference in my life. And two and a half years later, I'm staring down another risk. Do I open a second business knowing it may take a little time away from my first, it may be a complete flop. You know, there's a million different reasons why it may not work out, but that's the point of a risk. You don't know how it's going to work out. You just have to put in the work and give it your best shot. Now, I know that there are probably folks who are listening who are um, probably trying to compare their story to yours or compare the word that you use terrified to their personal experience with that. What did, do you have a particular moment that you can think back to where everything just felt like it was falling apart and you were so paralyzed by the risks that you were taking that it just felt like you couldn't move forward at all? Yeah. So funny story. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, but sure. when I was in college, I had um, a boyfriend who we had been together since high school. So I've been together for a very long time. And it was one of those things where it was like, oh, you know, we're, we're probably going to get married. We're probably going to have a life together. And he was like pre-med biology. All, and so we dreamed of this life that we thought we were going to have. And we got engaged and I was getting my degree and he was getting his. And it was like our last year of school. And it was one of those moments where it was like, oh, I think I could start this business because I think I'd be good at it. And I'm going to have this husband with a great career and it's all going to work out. And we always think that, right? It's all going to work out. And that's the moment that it all comes crashing down. Mm -hmm. um, and it did. He actually, he left um, for pretty much no reason whatsoever about a month before our wedding. And wow. right, 
right about that time, um, I found out that cause I was on full financial aid for college and I found out that my financial aid got cut. So oh I couldn't, fi- I couldn't finish my last year. So I lost the fiance. I lost the schooling that I was so close to being able to finish. And I was at rock bottom. And so for me, it was this moment of, I mean, there were three days where, you know, I didn't eat, didn't sleep, didn't get off the couch, just in tears. But after that, after I got up and I was like, okay, I have to get up. I have to take a shower. I have to eat something. It got to the point where it was like, well, what do I do now? And I just had that nagging in the back of my mind, like, this is what you could do. And I feel like we all have that when we've got that thing that we want to try, but we're scared to, it nags us because we know we're supposed to try it. We're just too scared to. And luckily for me, I did. And I just said, well, I've got nowhere to go, but up I'm completely at rock bottom. And so why not? And for me, that was the big thing is taking the what if and turning it into a why not. And I ended up meeting my now husband. Um, well, not meeting. We knew each other in high school, but we remet a month later. And uh, we're married now. And the wedding planning business turned into this multi-business career that I never imagined that I could have. And so now I look back on that and I'm like, wow, was it really rock bottom? Or was it just the stepping stone to get me where I am? Wow. That's an amazing story. I mean, I'm sure it's easy to talk about now. I'm sure at the time yeah. it felt like the worst thing in the world. Um, but yeah, that's amazing that you were able to, you know, you let you, yourself have those three days of just like falling apart. And then you decided, okay, it was time to take action and there's just nowhere to go but up from there. I know there are so many people listening who they're living in the what ifs right now. Um, it's, it's hard to listen to people who are no longer in those what ifs. I think, I think we do that because we feel like the what if is so unattainable. Mm -hmm. We get to that point where we're like, oh, well, they're successful. They have money. They've been doing it for years. They've got whatever. So they can't possibly understand what I'm feeling right now. And the reality is, is they were probably there at some point and they just chose to get up and do it, whatever it was. And I think we get so stuck in that mindset of there's going to be a setback. I'm going to fail. There's going to be something that goes wrong. And in reality, that's probably true. I didn't just start a wedding planning business and have it be like the easiest thing in the world and suddenly have, you know, five or six years of an entrepreneurial journey that didn't involve any hard work whatsoever. It, you know, there were a lot of pitfalls for me. There were a lot of learning moments for me. We've had a lot of times where I didn't know how to do the thing I was trying to do and I had to relearn how to do something. And so it's not to say that it's going to come easy just because you decide to do it. You're more than likely going to fail at something and you're more than likely going to have a setback. When you have a setback, take those three days, cry it out. Don't shower. Don't eat. Nobody cares. Just let yourself get over it, but then get up and say, you know, why not me? Why not now? Instead Mm -hmm. of sitting there saying, what if for the rest of your life and wondering what if I could have done it? What if it could have been the thing that launched me into the life I really wanted? Mm -hmm. And the thing is you look at the big shots in the online marketing space that everybody knows their names, like, uh, 
Marie Forleo, Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, I could go on and on listing a bunch of people. All of them started with nothing and then they just kept showing up, taking the risks. Like, I really think that's the only difference between people who are successful um, and people who kind of like drop out and no longer pursue whatever they were trying to pursue in business. Do you think that's true? I definitely do. And I think that's the thing is when you listen to all those people talk, like you said, you hear their stories and you hear them telling you the same types of things. Like this is where my rock bottom moment happened. This is where I had that aha moment that this is what I could do. They have all of those same things. It's just, they've gotten to this level that we think we can't reach. And if you just start looking at them as normal people who probably went through the same things you're currently going to through, then it makes all the difference in the world because all of a sudden it's not so unattainable. Do you have a really solid or did you have a solid support system around you while you were taking these risks? Definitely. And I I do think that helps. I think you've got to find somebody who, you know, whether it's a parent or a friend or a boyfriend or a sibling or whatever, you've got to have somebody who is going to kind of kick you when you're sitting down saying, no, I can't do this. It's not for me. You've got to have that person that's like, no, get up, try again. And for me, you know, in that rock bottom moment, that was my mom. And I don't remember much of those three days that I sat on the couch crying that my life was over, but I know my mom was sitting right there the entire time. And she gave me like the three days and then she was like, okay, get up. (laughs) Like you're not doing this anymore. I don't know where my little girl has gone, but get up because this is ridiculous. Now you don't need him. You don't need school. You're going to do amazing things. And she did. She always believed in me. And now I've got my husband who is that same kind of support system. You know, the 3 a.m. breakdowns that we all have because we wake up in a panic attack that we're not going to succeed. He's there and he's like, you're going to be fine. Look at all you've accomplished so far. And I think you've got to have that person who turns you around and says, look behind you, look at all that you've done so far, because in that moment, you don't want to turn around. You don't want to look at everything you've accomplished. You just want to sit there and be sad and be worried and not take the next step. And so you've got to have somebody, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if they're actually physically with you all the time, but you've got to have somebody that you can call or you can text or you can talk to who's going to say, no, look at all that you've done so far. You're going to be fine. Any tips on where to find someone like that if they're not immediately available? I know a lot of people, their spouses might not necessarily support their business venture or their parents might question their decision. Mm -hmm. Where would you go? Yeah. So, and I definitely get that. I got really lucky with my mom and really lucky with my husband. And I know not a lot of people get that. And so for me, I found a lot of support on Facebook. And I know that sounds so crazy. Everybody's like, oh my God, here we go. But (laughs) honestly, like find Facebook groups that resonate with you. You know, if you're a female entrepreneur, there's a million Facebook groups out there for female entrepreneurs, female creatives. Um, you know, nine to five workers who also have side hustles, moms. I mean, there's thousands of groups. Join a group and just say, you know, hey, I'm looking for a friend. And it sounds crazy. And it's, it's a risk to put yourself out there like that. But 
you're more than likely going to find somebody who raises their hand and says, oh my gosh, I'm in the same boat. You know, my kids are driving me nuts and I don't have time to work or my husband's not supportive or my parents don't get me. You're going to find somebody who feels the same way and maybe they're across the country. Maybe they're in a different country, but reach out to them, say, Hey, let's, let's be Facebook friends. Let's hop on a zoom call. Let's, you know, do a Google hangout or whatever and just introduce yourselves. And I, I bet you'll be amazed at the friendships that you can produce when you do that, because yeah, I've got my mom and I've got my husband and they're great, but I found so many friends who actually really get it. Cause I love my mom. She's so supportive, but she doesn't always understand what I'm going through exactly because she's not, she hasn't been there. She's not an entrepreneur. She hasn't been there. My husband's the same way. So they can pat you on the back and turn you around and say, look how far you've come, but they don't necessarily always get it. But I found so many entrepreneur friends through Facebook groups, through networking events that they really do get it because they've been in that exact same spot. And so I think just reach out wherever you can reach out, whether that's a Facebook group, whether it's on Instagram, because there's somebody you follow, whether it's a networking event in your hometown, whatever it is, just reach out to somebody because I guarantee you there's somebody in your exact same situation. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of masterminds out there um, that are part of paid programs too. I know in Rebel Boss University, uh, we have a mastermind that is available to all of our monthly members. And it's useful, not just because the people get it, but because they're all pursuing the same goals of creating and selling a digital product. So it's not even just we all get the entrepreneurship struggles and the fear and everything that comes with it, but we're also working towards the same thing, which means we got lots right. to talk about and lots yeah. to support each other on, which is really, really useful. Um, not to say that you can't get that anywhere else, but it's like a guarantee in that kind of environment. For right. Sure. And I, I think there's so many groups like that for so many different things. You said that that group is mostly about launching digital products. That's awesome. I mean, there's so many mom groups out there. There's so many like, you know, I'm starting a course or I'm starting a coaching program or I'm a brand new wedding planner. I mean, there's so many groups. You can find something somewhere, whether it's local, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's a mastermind, like you said, people want community. And people want to feel like other people understand them and can empathize with them. And so you're bound to find somebody who is in the same situation as you, who's going through those same things and who really wants a friend that understands them also. And so if you're willing to just, again, take the risk and put yourself out there for two seconds, you're more than likely going to find a community of people who are there to catch you. And I think that's so important. The support system is so important. It doesn't matter where it comes from. I think right. when people say support system, they automatically think like parents, husbands, kids. It doesn't have to be that way. It can be a stranger on Facebook, but mm -hmm. if they're going through the same things and you can have a conversation about how hard launching a product is or doing your taxes or starting out a new business, I mean, just find somebody you can yep. be in conversation with because that's all the support that you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think outside the box and you'll find a lot of really, really cool people out there. Definitely. 
Now, one of the things that I notice a lot of people struggle with when they're creating a business and they're starting to grow their business is they actually think that you take one or two risks, but once you reach your goal, that's it. Um, and like, it's going to feel like all sunshine, rainbows and butterflies. And in my experience, um, like I mentioned earlier, once you reach your goal, you've succeeded in taking that risk. There's the next one. And then once you reach that one, there's another one after that. In reality, entrepreneurship is a series of risk after risk after risk. Um, And you're always kind of dealing with that fear in a sense. is that your experience and how do you cope with that if yes? Absolutely. It never goes away. It never goes away. You just learn how to live with it. That's the difference. So it's like you said, absolutely. When you take one risk, if it fails, you got to go take another one. If it works out, you got to go take another one. Yeah. It never ends. It's this vicious cycle of just constant risk taking. And eventually, that's why I said, eventually you're going to fail or eventually you're going to have a setback because, you know, the first three may work out, but the fourth one might not. And so that's the thing is you've just got to keep taking them over and over and over again, because whenever you get to that level that you want to get to, you're going to realize that now there's a new level that you want to get to and you're not done yet and you're not there yet. And that means more risks. And a lot of times the the bigger we get or the more money we make or the closer to that goal that we get, the higher the risks, the stakes get higher. There's more money involved or there's more time commitments involved or now all of a sudden we can't do everything. So we need to hire somebody and we got to make sure we hire the right person and train them well and that they have the same, you know, values and vibes as we do. And so all of a sudden it's, it's higher risk, higher stakes. And I think it's like you said, people get to that point where they think that they're going to reach this goal and then they're going to be happy and they're going to have money and it's all going to be fine. When in reality, it's bigger risks. And I think you just learn how to cope with that. Um, and I, I don't know that there's necessarily a strategy for doing that. I think you just have to kind of learn What's going to be the way that you cope with it? How are you going to be able to say, yeah, I'm going to take another risk every single time? For me, it's just reminding myself how far I've come. So that very first risk that I took was starting a wedding planning business. It worked out beyond anything I ever could have imagined. I took another risk when I launched my second company and it worked out even better. And so for me, if I take a risk now and I fail or I have a setback, it's going to be nothing because I know that the risks I've already taken worked out even better than I could have fathomed. And I've already had a setback. I've had a setback that put me rock at rock bottom and you can't go any lower than rock bottom. So I know that even if something happens and I hit rock bottom again, I've already gotten up once. And so I know I can do it. It's just a matter of me saying, okay, now is the time to do it. So for me, there's, I don't want to say there's not a fear of doing it because you're always going to be a little nervous, but it's not the same kind of fear that I had in the beginning because I already know the worst that that can happen is I hit rock bottom and I've gotten up from there once before. So there's nothing stopping me from being able to do it again. 
I think this is why entrepreneurship is not necessarily suited for everyone. When you're working like a traditional nine to five job, the risks aren't your risks. They're your boss's risks. And if you screw up, it's whatever, like (laughs) it's your, you know, it's not your problem. It's not your business. Of course, there's, you know, some element of you don't want to get fired and that, you know, that's a risk too, but it's different. It's different when it's like your baby on the line, so to speak. Um, but I, I know that for folks listening, like you guys can get over this. Like you've already chosen to pursue entrepreneurship. It's just a matter of equipping yourself with the tools that are going to enable you to be successful while you're dealing with those risky moments and dealing with that fear of and all of the what ifs that come with that. Yeah, absolutely true. I think it's like you said, it's not made for everybody. I'm not saying it is. I mean, it's definitely, I feel like you need to kind of feel that nagging, um, to be an entrepreneur, but if you've already felt it, if you've already started a business or you've already even considered it, then you know, it's probably for you. And so what's holding you back? What's holding you back from taking whatever that next step is, because whatever it is, it's probably not as scary as you're making it out to be. It's probably mostly all in your head. It's probably 90% about what if I fail? And, you know, there's been that saying that just goes around on Pinterest every couple of years. And it's like, well, what if I fail? Well, darling, what if you fly? And I love that because it's, it's true. You can sit here and say, what if I fail all day long? But what if you succeed? What if you get to that level you want to get to? What if you make more money? What if you have more time for your kids? What if you can retire early? What if you can do all of these things and have this life that you dreamed of? Doesn't that sound good? Because to me, that what if was what constituted me saying, okay, why not? Why not me? Why not now? Why not this? Versus sitting there saying, well, what if I fail over and over and over again? Because if you sit there and you say, what if I fail for years and you never take a risk and you never do anything about it, you're going to get to the end of your life. And that what if I fail is going to turn into what if I had tried. And that's the most disappointing thing that you can say yourself. Chills right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to turn into the most disappointing thing that you can say to yourself. I would much rather say, gosh, what if I had done this differently? What if it had worked out? What if all of these things versus having to look in the mirror one day and say, well, what if I had tried? I could have had the life that I always imagined. That is the perfect place to wrap up this conversation. Yeah. It really is. I love how uplifting that went. Good, good. <laughs> all risks turn into beautiful things if you let them. Haley, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Tell us where we can find you, stalk you, hang out with you online. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, But you can find me. My website is HaleyLuckadoo.net. And um, Haley has two Ys. It's H-A-Y-L-E-Y. And Luckadoo is spelled like it sounds. Um, But HaleyLuckadoo.net, you can find me over there for podcasts, the coaching, all the things. Um, And I'm on pretty much every social media platform as at HaleyLuckadoo. Awesome. And I know that you are giving our guests a coupon code to your shop. Um, So you guys can go to shop.haleyluckadoo.net and use the code REBEL to get 20% off all of the goodies, any of the goodies that she has there, which is really, really generous of you. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. There's tons of templates that you can use for your business and 
apparel and all kinds of stuff. So go grab something. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Haley. This was so much fun. Yeah. Thank you. You guys do not have goosebumps right now. I hope this episode left you feeling all kinds of inspired to go ahead take the leap, take the risk, just go for it. Just like Haley said so eloquently at the end, whatever's holding you back is probably not as scary as you think it is. So just go for the risk, embrace it, you won't regret it. On the next episode of Rebel Boss Ladies, we've got a gent on the show. Zach Buckler is joining us to talk about all things five-day challenges. If you want to launch a product with a five-day challenge and you should definitely consider it, you're going to want to tune into the five-day challenge genius himself. It's a fun one, so I'll see you then. For now, I'm your host, Eden Freed, and remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up. Keep showing up.